I feel like communication is like the underestimated element of leadership. When you listen to people, you hear what lands with them, what doesn't land. Um, I think that's a great way to develop your leadership skills. Join Edwin Frondozo on the Business Leadership Podcast every week for a unique program featuring insights and actionable items from the world's most successful business leaders. Hear firsthand the exclusive interviews and personal journeys on how today's transformational leaders made it to the top. Welcome to the Business Leadership Podcast. I am your host, Edwin Frondozo. But before I introduce this week's guest, I am super proud. I am happy to announce that I have a new program. It's called Podcast Clarity. It's a live five-day bootcamp for multi-passionate business leaders, entrepreneurs, and creators who have been curious about a podcast. And you're probably wondering what it takes to put one together. So stick to the end and I'll share more. But in this episode, I had the opportunity, the honor to sit down with Shannon Stone. She's the business and marketing consultant based in Brisbane, Australia, working with small to medium-sized businesses, helping them with their leads, marketing, and sales. She is the creator of the growth program. Shannon focuses on helping guide established businesses triple their profit within 90 days. Again, she helps them triple their profit within 90 days. In our conversation, we talk about how it's essential not to get caught up with all the new opportunities. And this is something that being a multi-passionate person struggle with all the time because all I see are opportunities. Talk about how not committing to things in the moment because it can better benefit your overall success. And Shannon actually gets to share a bit more about the growth program. But without further ado, here we go. Welcome to the Business Leadership Podcast, Shannon. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's it's morning. So good morning on your side and then good afternoon, good evening for anyone who's joining us. Um, I'm super excited to sit down and chat and learn with Shannon who has... You know what? I'm just going to get you to introduce yourself, Shannon. If you could please just introduce yourself to to those who are listening. Tell us tell us who you are, what you like to do when you're not leading or helping businesses grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I am a business and marketing consultant. I'm based in Brisbane, Australia. Um, so opposite side of the world, but I'm sure you've got people from all over. Um, and I work with small, medium-sized businesses, helping them with their leads, their marketing, their sales. Um, outside of that, I'm also a mum. I'm very much focused on my family. I love getting outside. I think our Brisbane weather um, allows us to do that so often. Um, and I, I'm definitely a whole lot into personal development. So I spend a big chunk of my time, um, really focusing on myself, on my growth, on things I can work on. Um, so that's what, you know, I, I love having this conversation with you and connecting with you because I know you're very much into that as well. Yeah, no, that's great. And, um, one thing I wanted to bring up, um, Shannon, and for those who are listening before we press to record, we were talking about 
focus, productivity. And one thing, Shannon, you brought up that was really hit a home, really hit a home for me was not getting too caught up and excited um, with new opportunities or collaborations or opportunities. Can you share with me what we were talking about and how it could actually impact focus and productivity when, when, you know, when we're out there as entrepreneurs or business leaders just connecting with amazing people? Mm, yeah, definitely. Well, focus and productivity is everything. Um, doesn't matter what you're trying to create, everything that you do comes back to what you do on, on a daily and even micro basis, you know, the minutes, the seconds, the hours. Um, and that all comes back to how we spend our time. And one thing we were discussing is, you know, you can go to conferences, events, you can meet people, um, hop on a Zoom call, whatever it might be. And we're never, ever, ever going to be short of opportunities. They're always going to be out there. Um, and if you're an entrepreneurial spirit as well, I think, you know, we're never short of ideas and things that we can um, pursue. Um but we can't pursue everything and we can't pursue everything at the same time um, or to its full um, potential. So one thing we were discussing is when you are, you know, networking with different people, you're meeting different people and, you know, there's opportunities for collaboration, big or small, you know, collaboration looks like, you know, jumping on a podcast with someone or it can look like creating a whole business together or a whole movement, whatever it might be. There's all a whole spectrum of different things. Um, but, you know, if you find you're often um, committing yourself to all sorts of these opportunities and as amazing as they all are, um, it's important to think, okay, what's important in my life or my business or my career right now? Um, and one little hack that I suggest people to use is to not commit to things in the moment. So if you're having a great conversation with someone and they present an awesome opportunity, it's like, I'd love for you to come and do this thing with me or um, I think there's something here. And, uh, you know, when you're getting to that point of committing, don't commit in the moment. Um, take a moment and, and, you know, just use the dialogue. I, you know, this sounds incredible. Uh, I'll come back to you and I'll let you know my thoughts or let's definitely chat about this some more. Um, let's make a time. Um, but putting in a buffer, allowing yourself to step back, you know, go back to your world instead of the world of everyone else um, outside the conferences or the meetings or whatever it might be. Give yourself that time back into your own zone and then you can consider, okay, is this something that, one, I want to be a part of? Is this something that I can fully commit to? Um, and three, is this something that is going to contribute to what I'm working on right now? Um, and everything, you know, is a case-by-case -case basis. There's no very black and white thing. I can't, you know, we shouldn't say to someone, exclude all opportunities because opportunities lead to great places and great people um but that'll be something you get to decide you know case by case as things arise yeah and i i love the fact how you talk about putting in a buffer um and what i say to people when it comes to opportunities collaborations connections is commit to getting back to them right and, and i think you said it like let's connect um let's Let's have a call. Let's talk about it. But if you're going to commit anything, commit to the next. Don't commit. Don't commit to the wedding ceremony, right? You want to commit to the first date <laughs> and talk about it from there for sure. 
Yeah, definitely. And and like you said, committing to getting back to them as well. Like I like to be a person of my word. So if you say you're going to do something, make sure you do it. It doesn't mean you're going to follow the opportunity, but you're at least going to close the loop. You're going to let them know where you stand and where they stand and how you can potentially proceed forward in future. Um, and, and I think that's a great way to burn, um, well, not burn, bridges we want to build relationships and so it's never about shutting things down or saying I'm too good for this or or I've I don't have time for this I don't think it's ever about that um I think that's a really easy way to burn bridges I think it is about building relationships so um following through with the commitment even if it's not the outcome they're looking for at least you're honest and you're transparent yeah I love that I love that and and being upfront and telling people no I mean that's a powerful thing and people respect you of course the other party may be disappointed that Shannon's not in, but maybe she's not in right now, right? She has her own reasons, and, and it's it's something to live by, right? It's your own integrity, and and you're able to walk away and, and stay connected, right? Because these are people that you may not be working with today, but something in the future, and they're going to remember how you made them feel, right? Um, just moving, moving into, like, leadership and diverse teams and one thing i'm really interested especially with from your background and your experience um for myself in slingshot telecommunications company a lot of our clients have remote teams diverse teams and i know for yourself i'd love to get your thoughts for growing two successful businesses where you had local resources team members around the world how was that for you, Shannon, at the beginning, and how did you adapt to the challenges of this of of such a, I guess, a remote team? Yeah, yeah, really good question, um, and a great point in time to throw back to where I was at the beginning um, when I so when I started my business in 2015 um, and I got very quickly to the point where I needed extra set of hands to help me. Um, So it was exploring what does that hiring process look like. I did start local. So I looked at Australia. I looked at Brisbane. I looked at, you know, um, I think we have this sense of we'll have more control if the people are close. Um, And 2015, you know, it is seven years ago, but it's also like it's, long ago, but it's also not long ago, but the world was still quite different. Um, even though the online space definitely existed and you can hire people from all sorts of different parts of the world and very work seamlessly together. Um, it still wasn't what it is today. Um, so initially I, held on to wanting to hire people locally, wanting to work with people locally, thinking that, you know, I can meet with them, I can see them in person, I can um, suss them out, I can vet, you know, I'll be a good fit. Um, And for, I think, a range of reasons, I started to look more into the global market. Um, So working with people in the Philippines, also contractors in all sorts of different parts of the world as well. Um, And that was really what led me to that was I didn't find what I needed in a particular um employment market locally I guess you could say and so I thought well I've tried Brisbane I've tried out this route let me try you know the rest of the world and see how that goes Um, and I think being open to just trying and seeing where that goes is actually very helpful so initially there was a lot of hesitation of you know getting team from 
you know, just a local. Um, but when I kind of expanded that, you know what, maybe it can work out if I work with people in all places. Um, you know, it allowed me to step in to try it and, you know, it worked out amazing. It was the best thing and I'm a real advocate for it. Um, and it ties into my values as well. Like I, you know, I think we're all global citizens. I think we're all connected in some kind of way and employment shouldn't be restricted by the region that you live in. I think it should be more about the skill set and the business that you want to be a part of. And I think that's a really good way to to work with people um, and not exclude people. Yeah, that's amazing. So when you made the decision to hire remotely or internationally or resources around the world, what was, I guess, where was the aha moment or the tools or the processes that you put together that allowed you to like really be efficient? Because I'm assuming, I could be wrong, I'm assuming it took you a while to to figure this out because like you said, we think we should hire people closer because you're going to get more productive, but then you're not going for the coffee walks. You're not going for the water walks. Like, so, so talk to me about, about that transition for yourself. Yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, it's a really good question. So when you do hire someone, especially in the beginning, it can feel like they're going to help you solve all your problems and you're going to get all your time back. And it's going to happen very quickly as well. Like as soon as I get someone helping, like I'm going to sit on a beach and sip cocktails and work from, you know, the Gold Coast or whatever it might be. Um, but, you know, the reality is not that at all. So I did learn when I first started bringing people on, the first thing I had to do as a business is get organized. So I started to label a theme or focus on one overarching area. So I've brought the team on. Now we need to get organized. Um, and every business is different, but mine had no systems. It had no structure. It had no, um, you know, specific to-do list for the team to do. So I just focused on getting organized first. Um, once we were organized, then, you know, everyone knew their roles. We knew what to do. <clears throat> then it was focusing on productivity. So I was like, okay, we're done organized. We're organized. We know the things. Um, we've got our project management tool. Now let's get organized. Uh, sorry, let's get productive. Let's do the same things, but let's get it done in less time. So um, that's when we started to focus on how can we get more done or the same thing done, but can we get it done in less time? Is it more training? Um, is it, you know, uh, do we need better systems? Are there tools or software we can use? Um, and, and that's how we did it. So first organized and then productivity. Yeah, no, that's great. And, and it's, it's, I know for myself and a lot of people in my, in my circles and my networks, coming from an engineering background and, and the tech world, I process everything. Mm. <laughs> and, I, and I feel like I do it almost automatically and maybe it's the way I train, but I know for, for people in my network and people I've worked with, it's like, how do you think that way to think process driven and, and doing that? And it's just, I just want to share to, to, and I'm not, with you but for those who are listening it's just i already have the mindset is if i'm outsourcing this to someone you know i'm looking to exit this role right so what do i need to make the people who work with me successful right um you don't want them to come in and i know myself this you know when i brought in someone the first time it's like oh 
I'm teaching them everything all the time because I have no process, right? It's, uh, you know, you, you got to go back. So that, 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 that's just something to think about. And, and it's great once you have those processes in place and you think about, man, what would they do without these processes, especially for businesses? And you, and you could really see it. And I'm sure you see this in your world, Shannon, from, from customers or colleagues is like, the people who don't have, like, it's very obvious if someone has a system or not, mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel, because oh, they're just okay. running around in circles, bird, you know, taking out fires and then going back and forth. And, and it's, a, it's a mind shift. It's a, it's, it's a quantum leap, right? And going from one to the other. But um, what, I, what I want to ask you, because um, you, you're in the marketing and Consult business consulting business. Um, I know you have a new program coming. I don't know if it's going to be heard here first, but it's called um, it's called the growth program. So I'm really interested. I'm really keen if you could share what it is. What is the growth program, and why? Why? Why now, Shannon? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thank you. Um, so the growth program is a business and marketing program for service based businesses who want to grow their business. Um, so we focus on tripling their revenue in 90 days, which can sound like such a, you know, a huge um, claim, um, but it's actually not that difficult. And it's not difficult because of how I built the program and I've built the program backwards. So, you know, starting with the end in mind, Um, And that comes from, you know, the last seven years working one-on-one privately with businesses. And when you work with people in that way, looking at the end-to-end, you know, where are you getting clients from? What's the best ways to get clients? And you're doing this over and over again with so many different people. Um, I'm learning so much about them, finding, well, what what are the quickest ways to do it? What are the slow ways to do it? Um, That's how I started to create the growth program. So it was probably about two years ago when I really started to notice with my one-on-one clients, I was just repeating myself over and over again. It's like someone would come and they want this result. It's like everyone wanted the same result. And I was telling everyone, I wouldn't say the exact same way. Like it's not a cookie cutter. You post this, someone will message, you know, if we're talking about social media, it's we can't get so specific in saying that's the exact way. Um, but there was a process that I started to follow. Um, and it was quite, uh, I guess the bones of the program is quite different to what you would think it is. It's not just by putting together a marketing program and trying to always get new clients all the time. Um, sometimes it's looking backwards, especially for businesses everyone, you know, if you're an established business, which is what the growth program is for, it's like, well, what has worked for you right now? And a lot of people don't even stop and think, okay, how do I get clients now? Or with the clients I do have, how can I get more people like them? You know, do I set up a referral system? Do I get testimonials out of them? Do I create case studies for them? And then how do I share that with people to get more of those type of people? So, um, yeah, the growth program, it's a 12-week program to help businesses 
triple their revenue in 90 days. Um, it's about using what they already have in their business to their advantage um, and using the time that they have currently available as well. Um, so we will be kicking off um, late August, September. Um, be really excited for anyone who wants to jump in, take part in it, learn, um, you know, how can I grow my business, which I think is the most important question and answer anyone can have. How do I grow my business on any day of the week, any recession, any whatever might be going on in the world? Do you know how to actually grow your business? Um, and I think that's the, if, if I can teach people how to do that, like my job is done. Yeah, I mean, that's exciting. And I love I love how it's like a tangible number, th- three times your revenue. Like who doesn't want to like learn from Shannon for 12 weeks and after 12 weeks of, uh, you know, tripling what, what you've done. Um, it sounds really amazing, really interested. So those who are listening, we're going to put the link in the show notes. So definitely check it out. Um, you know, and if you're listening to this after it is launched, I'm almost sure Shannon will have another reiteration or, or even a better growth squared where she's going to make you 5X your business. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, Not calling yeah. you. <laughs> definitely. But that's amazing. No, thank you for sharing. And I'm excited for you. So a- anything we could do, definitely let us know as, as it comes out. Um, because I know as we record this, we're looking for the for the date. Um, so hopefully hopefully we could do that. Because it's I'm assuming, Shannon, this is open to anyone, service-based business around the world. Yeah, yep, definitely. So um, again, same approach with working with team members globally. I've worked with clients all over and, um, you know, the, the, the nuances between a business in Brisbane versus a business in Toronto, they're still the same. How do you get clients? How do you grow your business? So yeah, open to everyone. Um, so I'll pop you the link. And if it's not open at the time, there will be a wait list for the next round of it as well. Love it. Love it. Um, I'm curious, and this is where I really like to geek out, Shannon, because as you help many business leaders, many entrepreneurs grow their businesses, your leadership is always growing and you're always learning. So what are you doing currently that is allowing you to improve as a business leader, as an entrepreneur? What are, what are the things that you've just learned and you're like, oh, this is, this is game changer for me? Mm, yeah, really good question. Um, I'll share some things I'm doing currently, but I think overall the best way to do anything and get better at something is to put it into practice. So developing your leadership skills, for example, um, the way that I do it is I work with people, I work with businesses where I am in a leadership role. I'm helping them to guide their strategy, their marketing, their sales and things like that. So that's, you know, nothing beats real world trial and error um and you know when you especially when you work with humans you work with people you get to find out okay what works over here what works over there um or for that type of you know personality trait or um for example i've got some clients who are in the finance world so very analytical they like the numbers they like the structure so i tune into okay well if that's how they like to operate that's how they like to do things Um, there's kind of two angles to that one I communicate to them in a way that they're going to understand and they're going to hear and they can take that information Um, but the people they're working with their clients are not in the finance space so we have to 
we have to then translate your finance talk and your analytical talk to people who are not financy. So how do we get you to basically communicate in English to your, your clients um, so that people will want to work with you? They're not, um, you know, it's not going over their head. Um, and then same with the, for example, I've got clients who uh, more in the creative space. Marketing can be a little bit creative as well. So listening to, okay, what is landing for them? Um, I feel like communication is like the underestimated element of leadership. When you listen to people, you hear what lands with them, what doesn't land. Um, I think that's a great way to develop your leadership skills because leadership is really influencing people. It's guiding people. It's helping people. And you have to know, well, how can I communicate them to begin with in order to um, get the result that they're looking for, get them to achieve whatever whatever it is they're looking to achieve. Yeah, no, that's amazing. Yeah, and definitely the uh, the listening. It's funny. I have a young a young daughter. She's six, and um, uh, I did the lesson with her, Shannon. You may depending <laughs> on your kids. I said, do you know what? Not that she listened. Yeah, I said, you know why you have two ears and one mouth? <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, she didn't get it, but. Um, but uh, it's definitely it's definitely a key, and, I, and I'll tell you, you know, for certain for me, um, a huge personal development is actually podcasting because I really have to exercise my listening skills uh, as a habit, as a practice, definitely, right? And, and and we do this we do this in business as well, right? When we're in sales or in marketing and in management, but this is also another another avenue that's allowed me to to really like I said hone in on that listening and and what what's really lightening up with the person on the other side or, or whatnot so it's um it's it's a it's a nice tip and a nice hack as well um Shannon um before we end I'd love to get maybe some of your final thoughts observations ideally what I'd love to share with those that are listening is maybe something some type of actionable recommendation that you could share for either the entrepreneurs the business leaders who are listening today yeah definitely um I think one of the biggest things um, as an actionable thing that you can do, similar to like you said, it is listening to podcasts, but it's listening to something or tuning tuning into something. I think the learning is the thing that we never, ever end doing. Um, One of the books that I recently revisited was The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. And now that's my third time going back through it. And, you know, the book hasn't changed. The words on the page are exactly still the same. Um, but I've changed and I've developed and um, or maybe I, I've skewed away from certain things in there. Um, so anytime you can learn and relearn, I think is one of the best things that you can do. Um, and we live in the best world possible. There's books, there's podcasts, there's YouTube, there's so many different things, there's people um, we're never going to be short of ways that we can learn and, you know, the ways that work for us as well, whether it's audio, visual, written, um, tangible as well, going to an event, meeting people and things like that. Um, I think being really intentional with how are you learning, um, even in one small way, maybe it's, you know, a page a day, a chapter a day. Um, it's a networking event once a week. It's a podcast every afternoon on your walk. It's something. Um but come up with what that habit is at the end of the day and just commit to doing that on a regular basis, whatever regular basis is for you. At least you know, um, you know, you're, you're getting a little bit further, you're getting a little bit more forward and you're getting better. 
Yeah, that's great. And and I love how it's your third time reading the book and the part where you say everything is the same except me. Um, and I'm sure, and, I, and, and I've had similar experiences when you go over those books and the words, something that you missed in the past because you weren't ready for it or you weren't listening to it or you t it just it just lands differently so that was beautiful thank you for sharing that i really i really appreciate that i was as you were talking i was thinking about some of my favorite books that really made an impact i'm like i need to revisit them actually like even if even if it's an audio this time right because i've been i've been moving into the more funny that I say this because I'm a podcaster, but I've been moving more into the audiobooks lately where I was mm -hmm. sort of like a traditionalist. I'm like, no, you can't do audiobooks. You have to read it. But I was just the same. I used to be just like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. Shannon, it's been a pleasure. If you could actually just tell us where we could find more information about you, your programs, anything else you want to share for those who are listening today. Yeah, definitely. Best place to connect is on your favorite, whatever your favorite platform is. Um, so Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, Shannon Stone on any of those platforms. Um, I do love genuinely connecting with people. Um, I think it's always those funny things. It's like, oh, should I follow that person? Do you follow them or do you actually connect with them? So I love to connect. So pop a message, say hi, let me know what landed. Um, that's the way I like to connect with people love that i love this shannon it's been an absolute pleasure again thank you for joining us on the business leadership podcast you're welcome thank you that's it biz leaders thank you for joining me on another episode of the business leadership podcast this was episode 164 with shannon stone what a great conversation you know what hit home and i don't know if you caught this listening at home but it's when we were starting to talk about that point of committing and, you know, thinking about committing to an opportunity or a relationship or, or a major decision. Don't commit in the moment. Don't buy in the moment. Don't make that decision. Take a moment and just use the dialogue. This sounds incredible. But you know what? Let me get back to you and I'll let you know my thoughts. It was really great chatting with her for anything that Shannon and I mentioned, please go to thebusinessleadershippodcast.com slash 164 or click the show notes below. Speaking of incredible opportunities, as I mentioned at the beginning, at the top of the show, I am launching a brand new program called Podcast Clarity. It's a live five-day bootcamp for multi-passionate business leaders, entrepreneurs, and creators who have been curious about having a podcast and maybe that's you. Maybe you're wondering what it takes to put one together in the program, in the five-day boot camp that I'm hosting live. I will help you gain clarity and define the five essential parts of your podcast so you could gain the confidence to grow the momentum and to launch. This program is only $97, but since you are here listening with me, I want to offer a $50, a 50% discount when checking out. Use coupon code PODCAST and you will be able to sign up for $47. Go to podcast100x.com slash clarity or head to the show notes and sign up now. Thank you for your time. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a comment if you haven't done so yet. So until next time, do your best 
and B100X. Thank you for listening to the Business Leadership Podcast at thebusinessleadership.com. Help